Broadway for Friday, October 12th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, I'm back home in Orlando. Um, apparently, I left and the rain came in. So a little bit of a deluge for you folks up there uh, as I departed. It's like you're one step ahead of the rain. A couple of days ago, Seriously. you left uh, Orlando and uh, you beat it here. So uh, maybe you should head out to the desert. <laughs> and then as soon as I leave, it'll be a torrential downpours in the middle of the Mojave or something. My favorite stat of the day is that uh, I left New York City at 3 o'clock uh, and <laughs> got home after 7.30 or so. And in that same amount of time, you got back down to Florida. That's correct. I took off at um, – I, we were a little late, so we took off at like 2.15 and we landed before 5 o'clock. I hate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to the news. First up in the news, In the Heights movie to launch a digital casting call. This is my opportunity, right? I can't be yes. as Navi, but maybe. Well. You'd be a really good Sonny. Um, on the heels of the announcement that Anthony <laughs> Ramos would be playing as Navi in the, in the Heights film adaptation, yesterday Warner Brothers opened up an online casting call looking for submissions which will be uh, for the film, which will begin filming this coming summer. The call has four separate role options for submissions, and auditioners need to submit a self-tape by Wednesday, November 7th. The roles are generic, female role one and two, male role one and two, but they follow some of the principal roles in the film, even if I think those are pretty much just giving you type rather than actual role, since one of them is very Usnavi centric when we already know who's playing that female role. No role. Number one, young, starry eyed and intelligent uh, female role. Number two, a strong woman who is stylish, sassy and loves to gossip male role. One completely streetwise. This teen is brilliant, but also a total goofball male role. Number two, driven, charismatic and full of energy puts on a brave face. When even when times get tough, all of those role descriptions also say that quote familiar, with speaking Spanish is ideal and all must sing and dance well. Male role number four also says that it requires rapping uh, and the song cut is, is for Usnavi, even though we already know um, that role is not available. But we will have a link in uh, the show notes at broaderradio.com to the online submission form and all of the information. The site also does specify, and this is important, that, quote, Warner Brothers does not guarantee that any individual will be cast in the motion picture through the online casting process. We've seen these a lot, James. Um, we saw them for like Spielberg's um, uh, West Side Story and Rent Live and everything that Ken Davenport's done in the last few years. Um, I don't know if these things are actually meant to find talent or if they're just there as kind of a marketing thing to get people excited before filming even begins. But, you know, it's something. <laughs> I don't think that they'd spend time and money on this if they weren't serious about, you know, the the ability to strike gold. You know, not to say they're, they're going to find anybody, but what if there's that they discover somebody through this process that's uh, that's a huge benefit. You know, it could uh, not only make a break a career, but it could also be that that extra little thing for the movie that uh, could make it. Uh, you know, go through the roof. Looking at these breakdowns, I'm right for exactly none of that. So, all right. <laughs> your your lack of uh, Latino heritage probably doesn't help either. Well, this teen is a brilliant but also total goofball. I mean... Uh, that sounds kind of uh, like you. I'm not a goofball. 
<laughs> debatable. Depends on how you classify dad jokes, but uh, debatable. All right, uh, let's move on to the next one. Yesterday, we heard about some stars heading out of town. Yes. Uh, yesterday, we got three different stories about stars leaving their respective hometowns. I specified that it's their hometowns, not just New York, um, in order to do shows. First, stage and screen star Tony nominee Raul Esparza will be heading to the Windy City to play the melancholy prince of Denmark in the Chicago Shakespeare Theater's production of Hamlet, directed by the company's artistic director, Barbara Gaines. The show will run from April 17th through June 9th of 2019. We also know that Raul is doing a show at the Classic Stage Company, directed by John Doyle. This is all well and good. I'm glad that he is doing more stage stuff. But please, can we let the king of the male vibrato sing at some point? Please, at some point, <laughs> please do a musical. Um, then British pop star Connor Maynard will be leaving his home in London to come to New York. where he will take over the role of Charlie Price in the Broadway production of Kinky Boots. He will play the role from November 20th through G January 10th. And I admit that I have no idea who this Connor guy is, but apparently his YouTube channel has over 1.4 a billion with a B views. So maybe Daryl Roth has again found somebody <laughs> who the kids are going to want to come and see during the holidays. Cause I don't think you just throw some nobody into this part uh, when you're trying to battle a bunch of new shows during your final holiday season before closing. But um, I always love it when they, do something kooky with the casting uh, in Kinky Boots and it ends up working. But um, and then finally, last night, the Daily Mail's Baz Bomba Boy reported that stage and screen star and gajillion time Emmy winner Kelsey Grammer is in talks to join a potential English national opera production of Man of La Mancha as Sancho Panza opposite opera star Bryn Terfel, who U.S. audiences will know from the Lincoln Center concert production a few years ago of Sweeney Todd that he did opposite Emma Thompson and then Audra McDonald, spoiler alert, um, snuck in to do the role of the beggar woman uh, on, on one of the nights. No dates have been announced for this potential production of Man of La Mancha, but James – if this goes well, do you think that this could be a show that follows the Sunset Boulevard projection from the ENO into a possible transfer to Broadway? It's been a while. It's been huh. heck, has it been 15, 20 years since the since the Stokes revival of Man of La Mancha was on Broadway? Yeah, sure. Uh certainly uh it's time to get a windmill back here. Uh yeah. I yeah. I, I personally be... think yeah, I, I think that production of Man of La Mancha with Stokes is one of my favorite things I've ever seen. I've never seen a mid-show standing ovation longer than after um, uh, Impossible Dream. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, mainly because you've got Stokes in it, also got um, uh, Mr. Carosi himself, Ernie Sabella um, from Saved by the Bell fame. But uh, I, I love that one. I don't know if I would trust Kelsey Grammer in this, but... Whatever. You know, maybe it'll come without Kelsey because um, I don't know if Kelsey is enjoying the Broadway experience these days. Maybe not. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm thinking about this, the, the uh, Kinky Boots thing to bring in a, somebody with a billion views in YouTube. Certainly yeah. that that's that's really interesting and it makes me think about you know long-running shows and how they replace people you know if king kong runs uh oh, on broadway for don't no, do it don't no. do it. i don't know where you're going but i'm i'm nervous <laughs> i'm nervous <laughs> well once the gorilla leaves who's going to replace it 
I'm not even going to venture a guess because no matter what I say, <laughs> it is going to be bad. Unless I say like like Grimace from uh, McDonald's or something. But mm. yeah, I'm not going anywhere near it. Well, why don't you ask Kudish about that? So oh, You're just <laughs> mad because I'm talking to Kudish today and you're not. Yeah. What's up with that? Oh, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell me about the uh, recommendation section. Okay, uh, there's actually two in the script, but I actually, just as we were getting ready to record, I found a third one, and I haven't even watched nope. it yet, but I know just by what it is that I'm going to recommend it. It is rehearsal footage from the Kennedy Center's upcoming production of the Little Shop of Hor- or of Little Shop oh. of Horrors, starring Megan Hilty, Josh Renner, James Monroe Iglehart, Lee Wilkoff, and more. Um, I don't I have no idea what they're singing because I literally opened this while we were recording, James. But I it'll be the first thing that I do before we're done. So I highly recommend that, even though I haven't watched it. Then Adina Menzel released a music video um, for her cover of "Bridge Over Troubled Water," which is appearing on her new album, which is available today. Adina colon live. Apparently she. She's doing a whole E.E. Uh, uh, e. Cummings thing with no capitalization in the, the <laughs> title of the album. Some other great songs uh, on there. Um, she's got a defying gravity, wind beneath my wings, things that she's done before. I'm not that girl. Um, uh, seasons of love. Uh, Don't rain on my parade. Lots of good uh, theater songs. But then she's also got some. Uh, some some pop songs with Bridge Over Troubled Water. Um, you know, anyway, it's an Adina stuff. So it's an Adina album. So lots of theater fans will want to get that one. And then finally, the last recommendation I want to make plays very appropriately with my um, generation, I guess. The uh, orchestrator and music director Charlie Rosen, who's known for his uh, his big band, he was also the music director for Be More Chill off Broadway. He recently teamed up with uh, Be More Chill star George Salazar to orchestrate his big band to do the score for Super Mario Brothers. So in this video, George Salazar is playing the original Nintendo Super Mario Brothers and the band is live playing the songs and I think the sound effects while George is playing it. Um, This is I remember Oh, I mean, very vividly playing this game as a child. I also remember the fact that I was always jealous of my mom because she was able to beat the game without dying once. Uh, and to like an eight year old, that was really impressive. Uh, but this is very cool. Nice, nostalgic thing uh, for people my age and, and older, maybe a little younger uh, who grew up playing Super Mario Brothers. That sounds totally awesome. Who comes up with those ideas? That's great. Yeah, I and love I, it. I, Idina, Bridge Over Trevor Water, wasn't that, you know, couldn't that be construed as the Elsa theme? You know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I thought it could be the uh, uh, the fact that they are that she's reuniting with Kristen Chenoweth for this concert thing. Maybe it is a Bridge Over Troubled Water. Mm. Um, but Let It Go is also on the album. Uh, just throw that in there as well. <laughs> of course it is. All right, okay, uh, Matt, what else do we have to talk about today? All right, just a few more stories that I wanted to pass along before you start your weekend. Up first yesterday, Lincoln Center Theater announced that they would be producing John Guare's new play, Nantucket Sleigh Ride, and that Tony winner Jerry Zaks will direct. The show, which will begin performances on February 21st, will star John Larroquette, Will Swinson, Adam Chandler-Barat, Tina Binko, and more. The description of the show, James 
uh, is wild. I have no idea what's going on in this play. Uh, apparently, Nantucket slow ride is a uh, uh, Nantucket Nantucket sleigh ride is a whaling term. So keep that in mind. But the the description of the show is quote in his attempts to recover a memory of an event that happened 35 years years before Nantucket sleigh ride plunges a New York playwright turned venture capitalist played by Lara Kett into a whirlpool of a giant lobster. Roman Polanski, a pornography ring, Walt Disney, a murder, stranded children, and Jorge Luis Borges with the most unexpected results. I, I, I would I would think so. Um, I don't really know what any of that means, but if you've got that group of people together, I am sure that it is entertaining and probably very thought provoking. Up next, Kate Baldwin will headline a concert performance of the new musical Snow Child by Georgia Stitt, Bob Banghart, and John Strand. The concert will take place at Subculture, where Georgia Georgia and her family are pretty much setting up an entire uh, new wing <laughs> of their house there. Um, on November 17th, tickets are on sale now. Our friend Julie Musback got her tickets before she posted the story for Broadway World, because it was that important. <laughs> Hopefully, Robert Diamond is not listening to hear that. Um, anyway, according to a new casting notice, there will be a developmental lab for the Atlantis Morissette musical Jagged Little Pill this coming December. The show had an out-of-town tryout in Cambridge, Massachusetts at ART earlier this year. And while the reviews had a lot of good things to say about it, apparently book writer, who is really a, a screenwriter by trade, Diablo Cody, had just too much going on in the show and just threw everything at the wall and some stuck and some didn't, which I guess would probably be the reason that they're continuing to work on the show before bringing it to Broadway. The casting notice doesn't say anything about further plans for the show, but assuming that they get the work done that they need to in this uh, lab, I would imagine that this will be on Broadway sooner rather than later. You don't have this team together and have someone as big as Alanis Morissette contribute her songs, including new songs to something that isn't going to get to Broadway. Uh, maybe they'll have another tryout first somewhere, but I would bet that this is on Broadway in the 2019, 2020 season. Uh, we also learned yesterday that for the second year in a row, Melissa Gilbert will, will lead the Irish Reps holiday production of The Dead 1904. This year's run will begin on November 17th and will play through January 13th. Then yesterday, the Signature Theater announced the cast for their upcoming production of Lynn Nottage's Fabulation or the Re-Education of Undyne to be directed by Liliana Blaine Cruz. The show will feature Maya Botand, Sharice Booth, Marcus Callender, J. Bernard Calloway, Deshelle Eves, Ian Lasseter, Nakia Mathis, and Heather Alicia Sims. The show is scheduled to run from November 19th through December 30th. And James, this isn't in your script, but I noticed right when we started to record that Michael Riedel has a story up about Titus Burgess's new musical, The Preacher's Wife. We've talked about this on and off before. Mm, over yeah. Years. Um, and apparently they had a presentation of it last week. In fact, I might have gotten an invitation or I saw an invitation somewhere. Um, but it's directed by Michael Arden and it had a really uh, impressive cast um, with Ladisi Young, Quinn Earl Darrington, uh, Donald Weber Jr. And the thing that really made it exciting to me, Loretta Devine, who was in the original Broadway company of Dream Girls, but was also in the original movie. The Preacher's Wife was also on Boston Public. She was on the TV show Eli Stone. She is fantastic. I love Loretta Devine. Uh, apparently she's got a real seal, uh, scene stealing turn here. Um, Riedel reports that there were a lot of Broadway theater owners and producers in attendance at the workshop. And the word on the street is that the La Jolla Playhouse is likely to produce a pre-Broadway engagement next year. I think this is so unbelievably 
fascinating that Titus Burgess, whom we all know as a stage star, turned TV star, wrote this show. And it's going to probably get, you know, a, a really strong run at Broadway. You don't see um, a ton of folks like that go that route uh, to getting a show on Broadway. Michael Arden, I think I said, is directing and he just seems like a great option uh, to really put some life into this show. So I'm excited to see what happens with The Preacher's Wife coming down the road. If you would like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com. Wow, that is huge. That's so cool. That, that is quite a team and quite a bunch of people. I tell you, it's uh, we have to build more theaters. We have to seriously. Have to build more and we're tearing one down to move it up. Like, where? What? What are we thinking? Oh, that's awesome. And uh, I the, uh, the the top of the, the uh, you know what was five amazing stories ago. Nantucket sleigh ride. Do you know what that is? No, I have no idea what that is. A Nantucket sleigh ride is when uh, a fishing vessel is whale hunting, and went off of Nantucket um, in that in the in the Massachusetts area, uh, and uh, they would harpoon a whale, and uh, they basically held on to the whale until the whale dies, oh, oh. and Got the it. whale because swims, and the yeah, whale swims, and sometimes. Sometimes pulls the boat, but sometimes pulls the boat underwater. I mean, it could be, I mean, it's, it's whale hunting. This could be a really, really dark, dark, dark show. I I mean, you've got (laughs) that set up and you're throwing in Roman Polanski, a pornography ring, stranded children and a murder. Like, yeah, I'm thinking it could be dark. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Oh, and also, I Somehow I forgot to mention Douglas Sills is in this, too. I didn't throw him in the names there, which is crazy because you know how much I love Douglas Sills. Uh, But he's in the cast as well. There will be additional casting still yet to be announced at a later date. And that was Douglas Sills additional in Nantucket Sleigh Ride or the real thing? No, in Nantucket Sleigh Ride. Okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Makes more sense. All right. Into the fire we go. Get us out of here. Well done. Thank you. Um, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for wrapping up the week with us. Uh, on Saturday, there may or may not be a bunch of things in the feed, depending upon if Matt and I get a chance to edit all the stuff that we're sitting on. Uh, sorry about that, Natalie. Natalie has an on my way to a BFA that is pending, pending, pending to be released. And then uh, Sunday, this week on Broadway with Michael Portantier and Peter Felicia. And then Matt and I will be back and talk with you on Monday. 